I've got about 10 seconds to tell you about how you can get two-for-one tickets for top draw comedy nights near you thanks to our friends at the TV channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Also, I've got to tell you about how you can win a five-night trip to the New York Comedy Festival while you're there, too. But I've run out of time. Absolute, absolute Absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. A big Olympic welcome to you. Morning, I was just wondering what we were going to talk about. Mm. <laughs> I suppose we've got to discuss it to some extent. I was out watching Stereophonics, sorry. <laughs> were you? No. Okay. I sat in and I watched it. It was, uh, yes, I watched it. I saw a bit of it. Which bit? Uh, I can discuss between the NHS and uh, the uh, teams oh. walking around. I'm teams sorry, it's not Radio 4, <laughs> but thanks anyway yes. for coming. Teams walking around, I got, I got to Ghana. I thought bedtime. Oh, I don't think I even managed to oh. Ghana. Well, it's no disrespect to Ghana. I just thought it's only G. <laughs> that means you didn't see the United Kingdom Jimmy Savile jacket. No. But that was that was. I went, on. When I thought United... Oh, it was, well, don't they come under Great Britain? No, they come last, darling, because it's our manor. Oh, well, that's it, you see. I, oh, is that right? I, I weren't going to wait that long. So I didn't see uh, David Beckham. <gasps> oh, don't. Oh, I actually feel ill with lust every time you say that. I know it's cheap, fine, but I can't... I couldn't bear it. He's never looked that amazing. I'll get it. He, well, he, he, has, he hasn't had his mouth straightened. <laughs> He did look good on the book. I always think... I don't I know if he got his good side. He looks so hot. Oh, I please think don't talk cr- about his collapsed mouth again. The, cr- the, the crooked some- mouth. <laughs> I, is, in case you don't know, it's something that I, It's that thing that gives us all hope, and it's why men can love him as well, because you mm. think, oh, he's a good-looking bloke, but uh, the mouth's gone, hasn't he? Did you see the bit where he was on the boat holding yes, the Yes, I did! Did you yes. hear it that they said there's no one more qualified than David Beckham to be doing this? I thought <laughs> they were going to add he's got all his health and safety certificates and he's a registered <laughs> first aider. There's no one more qualified it to carry a, a torch when they boat. cut to a shot of a man in a puffer jacket actually steering the boat for him underneath. That oh, ruined no. the Bond thing well, for me. Did that happen? It. Yes. Oh, I never saw that. But look, generally, what was... Because we, we haven't even discussed it. What was our general view of the opening ceremony? Well, initially, I was worried, Frank. I'm not going to lie. I saw an actor in a scarecrow costume adjusting himself. Yes. That was a 5-2. That concerned me. Well, hold on. Let, let's not um, go before our horse to market. <laughs> when I put it on, there was a band playing, a man in a plaid shirt, and he actually said the line, something as simple as rock and roll can save us all. Mm-hmm. And I thought, this better not be it. <laughs> <laughs> they were jumping about. They were young lads, like students. I don't know who they oh, were. I saw who those that students. Band? No idea. They're probably a famous band, but I didn't know them. And they I thought, if, they, if he finishes and then the team start marching out with the flags, it's going to be the biggest international disgrace of all time. And, and no. Sue Barker's jacket as well. I wasn't... I never saw that. Can I just clarify that I was on a long-haul flight until um, about... 8 or 9pm last night so I got into a hotel to watch a bit of it mm. so all of the early stuff feel free to recount to me what was Sue Barker's jacket like? It was raspberry. It was grass it, it was all grass <laughs> was it? She suddenly emerged out of one of the small hillsides <laughs> oh, to our surprise Like a territorial army advert or <laughs> something just her eyes It was fabulous Frank I wish she had I would have loved that. Would that would be great. Mm. My my general view: there is yep. a place in the West Midlands called the Black Country Museum, uh-huh. where <laughs> you go and you learn a little bit about local heritage. And there's some people walking around in sort mm-hmm. of 
knocked up 19th century outfits and yeah. stuff. And it's, a, it's an interesting place if you're interested, but you wouldn't want to be there. No man ever wished it longer, as uh, Samuel Johnson said of uh, Milton's Paradise Lost. Mm. <laughs> and I thought, uh, generally speaking, mm. it, was, it was a bit uh, local history museum. Oh, did you? oh, I thought it was massive. Yeah. yeah. No, I got to love... I grew, Frank, I grew to love... Initially, Kenneth Branagh, that worried me as well. Well, I'll tell you what worried me, because Bradley Wiggins came out, and then Kenneth Branagh came out as Isambard Brunel, and I thought, is, is this going to be the Sideburns Olympics? <laughs> 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 what about when they started doing all, all dancing as well, the men in the Victorian frock coats? That was a bit alarming. They started doing rave moves. I thought, I'm, I, I'm, you know, I've got nothing against Isambard Brunel at all, but I thought it was a little bit Isambard Brunel heavy. The opening ceremony. Did right. you? Yeah. <laughs> Just, I like the, the fact that we're clarifying that on Absolute Radio that you've got <laughs> nothing against Isambard Brunel. No, I mean, he's a, you know, he's, a, he's, a, he's a man of a great stature, obviously. Well, we, we all would be in one of those hats. <laughs> well, Frank, Paul Jakubowski has tweeted us, uh, nice to see one of Frank's favourites, the often mentioned Isambard Kingdom Brunel. Do I mention him a lot? Maybe I do. I like he's an he's almost a friend of the show. Did they call him Izzy, his friends, do you think? <laughs> like in Izzy Sutte, did they call him Izzy? <laughs> <laughs> Izzy Brunel's coming over. Because if he'd have been called Izzy Sutty, he would have been particularly happy during the Industrial yes. Revolution. <laughs> <laughs> Izzy Sutty, of course he is. He's a, he's a mainstay of the Industrial Revolution. That's how it would have gone. If there'd been uh, any sort of musical patter about it. By the way, if you want to text us, we're on 8 12 15. Um, Very slick, that. You can follow us on Twitter using at Frank on Absolute. Wow. I'm absolutely rolling along there with it. So, um,. What did you think of uh, Danny Boyle kicking off with Oh Danny Boy? That was quite self-referential. Oh, I really, really noticed that. Oh, I saw what he was doing there. Can I say, before we go any further, I'm, and, and I think we should talk more about this festival, but the whole thing, my view of it is going to be coloured because very, very near the beginning, mm. they had a shot of some people singing on the, on the uh, Giant's Causeway, some children singing. Oh, yeah. And mm -hmm. I said to my girlfriend, Kath, I said, oh, oh we've been there. We went there after, uh, after the wedding. She said, it wasn't me. Oh! It took the hedge off. It took the hedge off. took the hedge off it as well. took the hedge off the back of the set. I was so shocked. That, it did colour things somewhat after that. Absolute. 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 Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Right, can we do more Olympics? Because I love it. I actually loved it. Did it, you love it? It melted my cynical bitter black cold fashioned heart and I loved it I think that's and great I, to I hear. tell you what Frank I want to meet the man in the meeting who said I know why don't we get the Queen to parachute down <laughs> with James Bond because he's a genius Never well, saw that bit either. It sounds good. It was great. It was brilliant. It they was got the, the, the Queen. Queen actually the did a line. Queen. She did a line. The Queen yeah, has basically yeah. been in a Bond film. That's cool. <laughs> the Queen said, good evening, Mr Bond. I mean, that it was, was cool. It was great. <laughs> of course, by that stage, <laughs> I was already thinking, what's your cleaners, love? Oh. He's, always on, he's always on the lookout for... <laughs> oh, yeah, fine. ...for rustling cleaners. Well, you've had previous. Yeah, David, can I say Daniel Craig, he uh, took my cleaner away. Okay, so don't <laughs> listen to this programme regularly. <laughs> Um, and there was a spec. We couldn't believe that the Queen had done a line. I don't think anything's ever happened like that in the history of the royal family. From mm. the from the very very great I, th booking. I think I think great talent booking. I think um, <laughs> yeah, she got equity minimum. I, believe. I think William the Conqueror did uh, a two inch section on the Bayeux tapestry. But that's the closest. <laughs> <isn't> <laughs> but uh, it was we were so amazed. And then they got into the helicopter. It was going the Queen? The Queen actually spoke. And then of course. 
my girlfriend says, oh, there's our house. And, of course, it's always the biggest, <laughs> the most exciting thing you ever see on telly is your own house. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing like it. You can keep your Google Earth. Mm. So it was all downhill for you from there on in, was it? I thought the whole thing was... Um, oh... It had brilliant bits in it, and then bits, what bits when did I, you thought, like, then? I thought, oh, this is a bit junior school Oh, I already school know play. a bit that I think you would have liked. What was that? Because, as I say, I started watching around the NHS bit Yes. quite soon after that jetpack. There was, the, the, was a jetpack. Yeah. Were they on strings, on or were they real jetpacks? I have no idea. I thought I saw strings. Oh. So I was looking at thinking, Frank's punching the air now, because there's a jetpack on the telly. And <laughs> well, also, and that, they hadn't tied it in with the James Bond thing, of course. It was the no. first place I ever saw the, the, the jetpack. Hey, the ABFC had a good seat, didn't he? He was right behind. He was right behind the Queen in her peach sateen. That was his. That was his big chance to make a speech about uh, the way society has, <laughs> has, has ignored the poor and stuff. I didn't do it. Just joined in with everybody else. I um, I'm generally speaking, I didn't enjoy it. I'm going to be strong. Really? Oh, oh Frank. no! I thought it was like a school play. Oh. No, Frank. I'm, I'm sorry, but because I liked work. that it was not the pop music bit with the texting and all that. No, that and was the a terrible bit, dancing. That oh, was I a bit that. teenagers in Littlewoods. Ad. I, I thought agree. It, was a, it was a bit Danny thinking <laughs> we need another ten minutes. So yeah, let's just jump about to some seventies hits like a like a it school. Seventies. Dizzy Rascal came he, out and oh, did a bit. Mr. Rascal. Dizzy couldn't cope with any of that. Oh, I liked that, and I really liked the. I suppose you preferred Mike Oldfield in his sateen suit on his own. There's an old show business saying, "Don't let a heterosexual do a dance." routine and that's it <laughs> <laughs> consequently it felt like it had been done by a heterosexual it was, it was, very, it was a bit oh, I like the um, pogo in punks you and know, the, the villagers uh, the, you know the rustic villagers walking about the brutal uprooting of rural Britain are you referring yeah, to yeah but you see anyone who's been to the countryside knows that that's a good thing so oh, I'm not going to bemoan the industrial revolution we wouldn't we wouldn't have got the Olympics if we were still a rural society were we would we no would we, were we? Well, it wasn't in the middle of nowhere, was it? Like Mitt Romney's Olympics slam from Cameron. What you about know? Mr Bean, Frank? Mr Bean, doing the same routine he's been doing for Frank, 40 years. Frank, <laughs> don't but ruin a, my Olympics. On an arguably bigger stage, I actually. I loved it. No, he's massive, isn't he? What Sorry, a, yeah. And you, did you see Bex on the boat? I know, we keep, discu- I know I no, keep I keep discussing I was, it, I but a, I can't get it out of my head. I told you I went to bed at Ghana. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't see that. I went to bed... I think I went to bed after uh, certain countries came out, but I might have dreamed. Was there a massive Chinese guy the on, one, the, on the walkabout? He was about? in the last Olympics, seven foot, seven foot Chinaman. He's last... a big man in England, in Did China. He's a seven foot Chinaman. <laughs> in China. David Essex once said that on this show. <laughs> People living in, in China. <laughs> hey, Frank, do you know who I felt sorry for was France? Because it was like they were smiling at an ex's wedding. It's the face I've done at an ex's wedding. Oh, they yeah. didn't want to be there. No, but it was my problem was it was just too right on. I thought it was. It It was was a celebration of modern Britain, Frank. Yeah, but it was it was like it was painfully. Oh, we but let's get this right. Let's get it politically. I mean, wouldn't it have been brilliant if at the end of the NHS? Oh no, he's going to go all Tory now. (laughs) There'd been like a Benny Hill section, and the nurses had been (laughs) chased chased (laughs) off by. By men squeezing their bottoms and they played. Benny Hill, one of the great things that people know about about this country. Yeah, but oh no, it had to be. You know, I must. Have, I cried during the NHS thing. Did you? And I said, I said one time I got emotional, and I said to Kath next to me, I said, you know that for all our military achievements and that this is what we, this country should be most proud of, the mm-hmm. NHS. 
Yeah, but then there was a man in a black cloak over the beds, which I didn't like. What yeah. was that? And then Kat said to him, well, you go private most of the time. I said, no, you have to spoil everything. <laughs> <laughs> what, why do people do that? So, um, no. Uh, there used to be a bloke who, was, who managed the comedy store, and every now and again, somebody would walk off stage amidst massive applause at the end of their act, and he'd turn and say, didn't work for me. <laughs> that, that was me last night. Now, Frank, you went to bed at Ghana, yes, as we all know. So you didn't make it through. I didn't see the flame. Well, I, I saw the flame, the cauldron. That was amazing. To I be s- honest, if I see the flame again, it'll be too soon. I've seen the flames. It's been on the news every day for the last hour. No, this flame was good because there was lots of them. There was enough flames, and <laughs> enough flames. Yes, and it was it was very dramatic. I'm going to stop you watching that dizzy rascal. <laughs> <laughs> He's such a rascal, I love him. And, uh, I'm a fan of Dizzy, I like Dizzy. Do you? Yeah. Okay, we all know where we stand on Dizzy now. Okay, text in, 8, 12, <laughs> yes I didn't no, like when Bex gave the handover to Sir Stephen Redgrave. Yes. I didn't like, there was a shot of Stephen Redgrave running up to the stadium, they had a white tracksuit, I didn't like his little bottom, <laughs> it, it made me feel a bit illy that. Was it a little bottom? It was perfectly pleasant, the bottom, yeah. but I just it was uh, fixated on no, it. But, you long. know, he, he, he does a sitting-down sport, so he, <laughs> he has no need for a... <laughs> fair enough to him. But, Frank... He'll have um, good triceps, but... That means, given that you went to bed at Ghana, you will have missed the Paul McCartney experience. Yeah, I missed that. And, in fact, 961 says, Hi, Frank, love the whole theatre experience, but McCartney, why? His voice seemed off-tune. It should have finished with Queen, We Are the Champions, but it's oh, a real no. people show. That's James from Watford. I'm glad it didn't finish with no. that. Are Queen, you? if there was a cover of Queen with We Are the Happy with a Podium Finish, then maybe, but I We just, Are the Champions isn't really represented. I remember when everyone hated Queen, and then Freddie Mercury died, and everyone started liking him. Right. And I liked that period before he died. A, he yeah. was alive, which is a good thing, you know, because he's a fellow human being. Yeah. And secondly, people... Um, we're seeing things as they correctly are. <laughs> that Queen are to rock music, what Shawadi Wadi are to rock and roll music. Okay, there's my speech mm. done. I think I'm so glad. And also, I don't like songs that are written in order to be over sporting compilations on the telly. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, let me entertain you. Mm-hmm. Deliberately written, so they thought they'll use this. We'll get we'll get a few bob out of this. You think? Yeah. Paul McCartney, Frank, though he did. Hey Jude. He divided the crowd up into, well, as he called it, fellas and mm. ladies. Oh. He said, now the fellas. Oh, I well, he's like from that. the 60s, to be oh. fair to him. I can't, I can't, I'm, I'm glad I didn't see him if he was bad, because I love Paul McCartney. Mm-hmm. And we all have a bad night. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's him and Danny Boyle. <laughs> oh, no. Fine. Anyway. I feel like we ought to I congratulate the people the Olympics. that took part. I feel like that's... I feel know. like we congratulate the yeah, people yeah, that took some part. Of, some <laughs> of them were volunteers. It was a big <laughs> night for them. You don't want to be slagging them off in your powerful media position, do I'm you? Not, I'm not slagging... All I'm saying, I'm, I'm saying I've, most people seem to love it. Yeah. Yeah. Like you like to be a Didn't dissenting voice. Right, no, I don't yeah, like yeah. to be a dissenting voice. I don't want to come in here and lie to my people. <laughs> oh, OK. <laughs> well, I loved it. Good. Good. Can we can we move on from it now? Because it's making me feel. Why like... is it a ra- Why is it like a relationship? And we've had a row. I don't <laughs> like it. Can we move because on? Because I feel I'm being a bad guy for not liking them. And I also think we should say that the the costumes looked very well purchased to me. 
Did they? Yeah, I know the person whose job it was to purchase the costumes. <laughs> no, I've, I'm afraid I've got one thing to say. When they were doing the spooky bit, Frank, and they had all black cloaks on, oh, no, that reminded terrible. me of when you're on the ghost train and you see a flash of white Reebok trainer under the, the black <laughs> cloak and everything's ruined. <laughs> well, all I can say is if it wasn't for Trevor Nelson's incisive <laughs> voiceover, I wouldn't <laughs> I wouldn't have known what was going on. He had a bad night, Trevor. What about Lord Nelson? Yeah, Where was Lord Nelson? We had Trevor Nelson, but not Lord Nelson. And what? that, to me, sums up <laughs> what was wrong with Danny Boyle's opening ceremony. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of sports, mm. I had a bit of a... I received an honour myself oh. this week. I don't know if you're aware oh. of the fact, but the, the, the scouting movement, they have a thing called the birthday badges, which is a bit like the birthday honours system. Lovely. That the Queen uses. I was not aware of that. Yeah, and uh, and you're given, you know, if you've done anything special in, in, in a particular field, which mm. obviously a lot of scouts have. Yes. <laughs> um, then you get, a, a, you get a plaque, actually. And I was present because I learned to swim this year mm. in my dotage. I was there. I was, um, I was presented with their swimming award for this year. Oh, oh nice. lovely! No, I thought it was going to be a material badge that I could put on my yes. trunks. Oh, it's, no. it's like a, it's like a, it's a wall plaque. Oh, I lovely! Couldn't, I couldn't swim in that. I looked like I was <laughs> had a big soccer on me back for uh, for the car window. But uh, they, they they assured me they will send me a, a, a badge. But um, I got an, uh, a necker. Did you? Oh, a yeah. neckerchief. Yeah. Did you get a woggle? They call it a necker. Oh, they know you're a woggle. See, oh. that's it. People are out to date with the scout movement. I love a woggle, I'm, Frank. I'm with no, no, they're, they're I honestly post. thought you'd be after a woggle. They're post-woggle now. No, no woggle. Yeah, they, uh, oh. they use a friendship knot, mm. which is, um, it's a sort of, it looks, um, it's, um, one thing that hasn't changed, they can still do a good knot. Oh, yeah, more movement. than one, I should think. Yes, yeah, so like a square knot. And apparently when they're at a, at a, a jamboree, when they meet at a jamboree, <laughs> they do each other's friendship knots. Oh, it's like public school, but clean. Yeah. <laughs> uh, can I just say, Frank, <laughs> I think, in that, that sort of American Civil War chic, I think that would go well on you, with a neckerchief just worn, for example, with what you're wearing today, with the denim. Well, I mean, I've got to keep... It's red, white and blue with a Union Lovely. Jack on the back and knots at the front and just to a point at the back. I oh. thought when I put it on, I looked in the mirror. Achy, breaky heart. You know when you're on British Airways and you think, why do they have the old stewardess? <laughs> why don't they just stick with the young beauties? And, and why, is that, why is that woman still working for them? Uh, that's what I look like. I look like the old stewardess. Uh, <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, I felt... I didn't feel good about it. So I got my swimming badge from the scouts. Lovely. I was, it was nice. They were, you know, nice. Let's call them young people. And when the badge comes, will you put it on your trunks? You oh, actually, you betcha. Have you got some trunks that... Are what like, do you think I just swim on natural? I mean, are you a trunks man or like a skimpy speedos kind of... What, what's the... Well, what, what are you calling trunks? I mean, I'm not. I, I'm not a baggies man. You're not a board well, shorts. Man, <laughs> I'm not those people that swim in baggy shorts. Right? No. No. With a Hawaiian print. He's not no, a Hawaiian I, print. I, I wear, I'll wear a tight trunk. Mm -hmm. yeah. I've seen him. I've seen him in the tight yeah, trunk. Leave it. Leave it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I discussed it with Adrian Charles. We were both when we went to watch you the think, swim. You think you've seen me, but actually that was just body paint. <laughs> <laughs> I thought. I actually thought you looked fabulous. Thank you very much. Mm. The Guardian. Um, Not much body fat at all, and none. So, so um, 
Yeah, so uh, I was uh, I found out all sorts of things about the Scouts I didn't know. I didn't know that um, girls can join the Scouts. Now they don't have to be in the guides. Oh, I wish I'd known that. I'd have cleaned up. I'd have loved that. Yeah, and, <laughs> and um, the old brownies. You'd probably have got Terrible. a badge for cleaning up. Uh, oh yeah. And yeah. I, I asked about my child, Boz. I said, "Well, we how long before he could join it? When he's six year old, you what can do they say? you can be uh, you can choose. You can be a beaver or a rainbow." Oh, I know yeah. what I go for. I said, mm-hmm. that's, "It's not a good." Um, it's not a good uh, combo, is it? The beaver and the rainbow. <laughs> a sort of rodent versus <laughs> meteorological phenomenon. I mean, you need two similar things, I agree. They? What about a badger? Beaver and badger. Yeah, yeah, they could have had that. Exactly. But they, uh, So the beavers are the... I think beavers are boys. Yeah. And uh, they, they obviously they haven't got their double entendre badge. <laughs> uh, be- beavers are boys and the girls are, uh, are rainbows. But I, I can't work it out. Couldn't work that out at all. As long as you got your necker. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. They were lovely. It did make me feel that there is a hope for the future of this country. When I met these scouts, they were nice, young, polite, bright. Not like people. those miscreants we discussed that tried to snatch the torch. Good. Not good like young, those. No. Good no. young fellas. No. No. I, I believe the Olympics has brought out both the best and the worst yeah. of this country. <laughs> <laughs> and we haven't. We haven't. We've only seen the tips of the iceberg so far. Yeah. <laughs> What else? Well, we've had people are still um, sending texts in. Oh yeah. Someone's asked. It's a very Olympics-based, Frank. Go on. Well, I'm sorry. Someone's corrected me. Danny Boy last night was to do with Irish sports, as was Bread of Heaven, not Danny Boyle. No, Bread of Heaven to do with Welsh sports, surely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they uh, were just correcting put, as me. As was Bread of Heaven, etc. Hasn't he? Oh, I yeah. see. Yeah. You know, there's a temptation for the listener to correct a, a thing that we've said. It's uh, it's, I'm, it's like not that attractive. I like it. I don't want to. I don't want to persist in error. Occasionally they do it and they're wrong. It's uh, no, it's no, unnecessary no. Sometimes. I like I like the reader keeping us the reader the listener um, keeping us on our toes. Like that. I don't want to be saying wrong things and go. I don't want to leave the studio with the wrong thing still in my heart. I think it was quite obvious that Emily was uh, saying that tongue-in-cheek, though. Obvious to who? To me, and should have been to this dude, 192, let's call him. Mm. Well, I think I'm saying to 192, thank you for joining in. Because if, <laughs> if, if Emily had been wrong about that, she'd now be right about it, and that's down to you. You'd be a very good person to be in the hierarchy of the Roman Catholic Church. <laughs> Someone's texted. See, that could have set him off now on a career route that he yeah. otherwise wouldn't have. Sorry, Lovely Karen. Karen has texted saying St John's Ambulance starts five to ten-year-olds as badgers. Maybe that's why the uh, Cubs haven't got badgers, because there would be too much confusion. I don't, with St. I don't John's want to be in the St John's Ambulance. No. To me, if you call yourself St John's Ambulance, get an ambulance. <laughs> don't get a shoulder bag. <laughs> Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. We've had a text saying if Danny Boyle wanted to show the British humour last night, then he should have employed Mr Methane to light the Olympic flame. That would have been <laughs> exactly <laughs> the perfect summary. In case you don't know, Mr Methane is a man who breaks wind professionally. <laughs> and uh, that would have exactly summed up the British humour. Whereas the rest of us are quite amateurish, aren't we? <laughs> he breaks wind professionally. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but you got in trouble with Phil Spector for using him. Let's not go into Did that. Did you? Yeah, yes. but, but uh, Phil Spector's not going to cause much trouble at the moment. <laughs> Frank, uh, we've had an email in, and I love an email me. 
I don't have any contact from the outside world. Mm. Yeah, I'm not so sure, but let's go with it. it, it I need listening. See, up. it's him being bad-tempered. <laughs> yeah. Frank accused me of being grumpy this I feel, morning. I feel a bit flat this morning. I, I knew... You feel a bit Michael Flatley? I, I, I should have gone on Albania. I knew that. <laughs> and I lingered till Ghana. You stayed till Ghana? Yeah, I should have just gone when I felt like it. Oh, Frank. If Frank accused me of being a bit grumpy, just because I accused Sarah of being a liar I did call yeah, her a liar she called her, really her, assist, her assistant a liar to her face yeah and then, then you kept pointing at me <laughs> then you had a go at me about well, did you have a go at me about I don't know I you're, don't know you're, it's, it's, it's blanket bombing it's not <laughs> it is it's, uh, anyway okay let's let's move on and what start afresh okay are you going to read an email is that yes, what you're about to do this is from Kelly she says dear Frank Emily and Alan Following on from TV shows that were only commissioned for their title, because mm. we've discussed this a lot. Yes, we, we talked about um, Aid in Britain was only made because it sounded like Made in Britain, mm -hmm. Yeah, for example. Uh, there are some films where the title may be causing harm to revenue of the film, as it tells the entire mm. story in the title itself. So you don't even need to see the film. Yeah. For example, We Bought a Zoo. Can yeah. you guess what happens? Is that a film? Yeah, yes. we bought a zoo. Is a film. Uh -huh. yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. What's it about? I've seen, <laughs> I've seen trails for it. Oh, I've yeah. seen trails for it and had exactly that thought. She's right. Yeah, we bought a zoo. What I watched on. What happens then in the trails? Can we afford it? I don't know, honey. No, no. You just see some people but who've got is, a zoo. This is not a film that culminates in them buying the zoo. Surely they buy the zoo early on, and then it's their adventures I think, thereafter. I think it is that. I think it's they buy the zoo, and then oh, guess what? They can't keep all the animals in it, and oh. Well, Kelly goes on to say. On the other hand, some film titles are misleading, such as Mission Impossible. As far as I'm aware, he completes every mission he gets. Yeah, yeah. Thoughts? Kelly? Some of them are misleading. Well, I watched the film on the way to Montreal, and mm. it was called Man on a Ledge. <laughs> Guess what? There's a man on a ledge all the way through it. That's fair enough. Spoiler that. alert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but is I he standing on a ledge, yep. as in the kind of man who calls Frank? A ledge. Frank's a oh, ledge. No. That's what people in the street <laughs> call Frank. Yeah, he's standing on, standing on Frank's skin, Frank's two skin his shoulders. Two gymnastics. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, what about The Great Escape? Spoiler alert. Yeah. Oh, that is such a spoiler alert. Yeah, we don't want to know, do we? Also, don't say it's great, because then I know it works. The Great Attempted Escape <laughs> is what it should become. We'll see how oh, it goes no. in brackets. But really, you could take that another way of going, if you like escape films, this is the best of them, because this is the great escape. It's a really but good film. don't call it an great. escape film. Call it an attempted escape no, film. No, Frank, you're right. Or just Men in Prison. Yeah. I'd watch that. Or that Guy Ritchie film, Snatch. Completely yeah. misleading. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I thought it was about. Um, yeah, I don't want to know what you thought it I was thought about. It was about I don't shoplifting. Want to know? <laughs> you people, you drag um, me down. I have often thought. Yeah. Well, I often thought. How often have I thought it? Four times. Okay. I've thought. Uh, Titanic. Mm -hmm. Because yeah. it's called Titanic. I went to see that, and I think, where's the iceberg? I'm thinking that ten minutes in. Where's the iceberg? Yeah. If it had been called, let's say. Atlantic Crossing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then what would have been a brilliant ending? You know with the bit where um, she lets go of, uh, oh, of yeah, Leo? Of Jack. They've, they've been holding on to this bit of wood, haven't they, to keep them going or whatever, to keep them alive, mm. Kate and, and Leo. And he slips away, and you think, what it should have done then is the camera pans away, pans away, pans away, helicopter shot, and what she's holding on to is a big sign that says Titanic. <laughs> and that's yeah. the first time he gives away the name of the... The, the ship. Boat. Yeah, yeah. Then you'd have watched the whole thing thinking, well, then, this might be all right, yeah? <laughs> Think, 
it won't be too bad. What are you looking at me like that for? <laughs> can, can I say, by the way, in case anyone thinks I've been a bit criti- critical of Danny Boyle this morning and his efforts, I do absolutely pay tribute to him to the fact that he looked at the Olympic symbol and mm. thought, I'm not going to incorporate this in any way into the <laughs> opening ceremony. <laughs> and I, I have massive respect. It's been completely sidelined. That was brilliant. Um, what were we talking about? Things that films that give away the yeah, we're talking about spoiler alerts in titles. I, c- I could tell you so many film titles that give away what the film's going to be like, but they're not titles I can say on Breakfast Radio. <laughs> Frank, <laughs> we've had uh, Robin Kingswood. Spoiler alert: Four weddings and a funeral. <laughs> It's not um, spot on, Rob. So give it, you give it to it, yeah. And we've also had John in Oldham saying the worst title for spoiling a film is Murder on the Orient Express. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've Crime had, and location. Yes. I've had a radical idea here. I, I think the addition in the film title of a question mark would remedy this entirely. Oh, that, very the good Great point. Escape, oh, question so- mark. Murder on the Orient Express, question mark. <laughs> Honey, I shrunk the kids, question mark. <laughs> The, the Mummy Returns, question mark? <laughs> exactly. It's yeah. done, isn't it? I fixed it single-handedly at a stroke. All but about Eve, Frank, I didn't like either. Tell me what it's all about, why don't you? <laughs> <laughs> well, look, um, if, if you, if our listeners have got any of these, I'd love Snakes to hear Snakes on mm-hmm. a plane's just come in. Snakes on a plane? Yeah. Just come in? What? Just come oh, in. We'd better get some security <laughs> out there on, <laughs> on the runway. Get G4S on it. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text us on 81215 and you can tweet us on something that my producer at some point is going to hand. She's done it. She's done it on my prompting. Using uh, at Frank on Absolute. You don't expect me to remember this, do you? <laughs> do you know how old you know I am? now, though, at Frank on Absolute. We've done that. <sighs> yes, mm. yes. Even I know your Twitter handle. Our Twitter handle, surely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good. Yeah. Mine, on me. Mine is at Frank on Absolute, isn't it? Well, it is. If people <laughs> wanted to contact you now, that's, that's where they'd go. Oh, God, don't encourage them to start attacking me by Twitter. Yeah. You've got one as well, haven't you? You've got your own. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> any, insulter, any insulters just get blocked. Do they? Deal with it. Fine. Yeah, we don't, we don't know haters. <laughs> No, Frank, haters gone hate. Yeah. Um, Player's going to play, well, yeah? Yes. <laughs> we were talking about um, spoiler alerts. Well, yes. we were talking about films where they give the title away. You cited me, I say they're very well, they fine. They give the plot away. Give, I'm sorry, title. give the plot away. Okay. Oh, God, he's grumpy well, this morning. I mean, let's get, okay. it, let's get it right if we're going to say it at all. Okay. <laughs> um, I was going to say you cited the very good example, but I'm rescinding that compliment now. No, you okay. did, of The Great Escape. Yes. Perfect example. Um, I also feel The Breakup, which is a rom-com <laughs> with Jennifer Aniston. They started arguing, and 11 minutes into that film, I just thought, well, I may as well just leave. Yeah. Because I know how this is going to turn out. When did she do that? Was that recent? Yeah, with Vince Vaughn. So you don't want it. How would you like to be her agent when you say, oh, I've got this new film script for you, what's it called? Um, <laughs> don't bring that up again. Don't no. ever bring that up. She's still got the parting, or has, she, has it moved the parting? Um, I'm unfamiliar with the parting. You, know, you, you know, know the Jennifer Aniston famous parting? Oh, what? Yeah, the Rachel, the sort of haircut yeah. there. Uh-huh. Is that gone? Um, it's, she brings it out from She's time to time. She's been associated with parting, if you mm. think about it, her entire career. Mm. 
Not a party. A bit like Mr. Methane. Oh, no. Sorry, <laughs> Sorry I, mis- I misread that. Frank Fillers. Kill that typist. Frank, um, Frank Fillers emailed in. He says, OK, this isn't a film, but I'm watching TV series Flashpoint currently on Sky. Hmm. I switched to the channel to watch an episode, and the programming guide said words along the lines of, a team member gets killed defusing a bomb. Oh, no. <laughs> Okay, I presume they got killed at the beginning and the programme was on, was about who did it, but the whole point of the episode was whether the person stuck defusing the bomb would die or not. I remember mm. uh, an inexperienced uh, Link person on on uh, West Midlands television when I was a kid. Me and my dad had stayed up to watch the football, avoiding all scores. Oh, no. And the person that linked into it said, uh, and now we've got um, Notts Forest. It's, it's a European uh, cop game, and he said... Uh, can't tell you what the score, of course, but I can say Knott's Forest did rather well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I thought my my old man was going to kill the whole family and then turn the gun on himself. <laughs> he went absolutely ballistic. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I see that uh, David Cameron has said that, uh, that the opening ceremony has proved that Britain can deliver. One thing this country cannot do is deliver. <laughs> you try, for example, buying a new fridge. You stay in all day Tuesday. Uh, and eventually you'll get a call saying, oh, it's, they can't come today. They're going to they're gonna have to come um, on Thursday. What, morning or afternoon? We can't say. And when they come, it'll be the wrong fridge. There'll be a piece mm. missing from it, and they'll take a piece out of your wall as they bring it into the house. So don't tell me that we can deliver. That's what we can't do. Do you think he's just doing a version of the old butcher's joke? Do you deliver? Yeah, we deliver. We do sausages. <laughs> I wish you would do that. Saying, if he'd have done that, that would have know, been brilliant. If you want offal, come to Britain. Yeah. It's a good strap line. Frank, 729, the Dam Busters. <laughs> so, the Dam Busters, yeah. 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 Where were they? Exactly. Well, I watched the film on the way back from Montreal called Safe Oh, sorry, House. I thought you meant where were they in the opening <laughs> ceremony? Oh. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah, that? I did, yeah. The Dambusters. <laughs> no, that's that spoiler alert. It's the film, spoilers. That would that's have been brilliant. That's a movie title yes. that gives the plot away. It and certainly does. Also, Scott, Scott Newby has an American werewolf in London. <laughs> yeah, yeah, everything. Yeah. Everything. Give Nationality, <laughs> location, <laughs> problem. Yeah. <laughs> but this film, Safe House, was a thriller, and they weren't in the safe house. But wouldn't it have been nice if actually it had just been like a 90-minute film about a bloke getting a burglar alarm fitted? Mm. <laughs> just see, seeing this guy choosing <laughs> screwdrivers. It would have been your kind of film, and, wouldn't and it? The film The Day After Tomorrow could just be about someone with very good time management just, <laughs> just flicking through his file effects. <laughs> file effects? I hope you all got that. <laughs> but there is Casually a- thrown in reference yes. to file effects. There was a film called Firefax, which I have to What's say was one movie? of my favourite films ever made. It's my era. Um, Frank, I've got something of a confession to make, actually. Well, let, let's get comfortable. Uh-oh. Mm. Light the fire, gather round. Um, now, I've been going to a lot of parties recently, a lot of soirees. I'm, I'm out there. Are you a socialite? Very much so. Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, I thought you were going to tell me you were one of the men in top hats last night. <laughs> <laughs> Frank, can you imagine if they'd have closed up on my... F- it would be me. Oh, that, that would have... Imagine if I was Brunel. Oh, that would have been good. I always thought you looked better blonde. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I've been breaking out some of the old moves um, from my repertoire. <laughs> now, <laughs> oh, I, Is this a dating I'm, story? No! I've got really oh. hot. 
No, I mean... You know mean, when you suddenly go hot and a bit sick? I've been <laughs> shaking my stuff on the dance floor. That's what I mean. Oh, dancing. Yeah. Yes, dancing. Um, tiger, I, tiger feet? I'm not going to... No, I always walk like this. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, right, okay. Well, I ha- I'm not going to lie. I thought my dancing days were over. Well, I did. Yeah, thank you very much. <laughs> um, however, I've discovered... No, I've still got it, Frank. The Beyonce moves. This I've got a little bit of junk in the trunk, and this comes in useful. Right. Because I can do that crazy in love dance. I kept asking the DJ, I said, play that song again. <laughs> because I knew that's the that's where I come into my own when I do that. Oh, you see. I'm doing it for you now. Um, don't say, oh, you see, and look <laughs> like a doctor about to give me a terrible prognosis. No, I mean, respect to you that you can dance to something that up today. <laughs> I know the sequence for tragedy by steps, and never has a song title been more apt. <laughs> I don't, I don't, da- Frank don't dance. Do you, does Frank don't dance? Frank, Frank don't, don't dance. dance. No, Frank oh, Frank, I'm going to make you dance. Wouldn't no. you even dance to me? You're going to make me dance. What, what are you going to get out a revolver and fire <laughs> at my feet like in an I old cowboy? No, dancing is... Uh... No, Frank, I love it. I went to Mimi, my niece's party recently. It was her 11th. And that was... She'd gone a bit smoke machine and raves and DJs. Oh, excellent. 11th? Yes. Yeah, glow sticks. I was like... It was like being back at the Hacienda. I loved it. I was in my own little excellent. world, throwing my shapes. Catch a fish, reel it in. Did that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Big fish, little fish, yes, cardboard box. stack the boxes. Excellent. Cleaning out the sock drawer, I do. Did them all. I didn't but know about you know cleaning what I out the sock drawer. Go um... <laughs> 9.45 p.m. Uh, lights come on. Okay, everyone out. Everyone just goes. No one lingers around. It's not like adult brilliant. parties That's where they hang brilliant. around for two hours. That's what I'm like with visitors at our flat. <laughs> if people come round now, when they arrive, I put a chess clock on the table. <laughs> <laughs> this is Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Oh, hold on. Let's not forget, lest we forget... This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with... Uh, oh, no, it isn't. Oh, sorry, I think it was just after the news. You can oh, still tell them. made a complete <laughs> fool of myself. You can tell them who you no, were. No, I can't. I'm too embarrassed. With Alan Cochran and Emily Dean, I'll... I'll you just want another name, I'll, check. Not at all. You're an egomaniac. No, you started it. I started it, but I didn't finish. Yeah, I'll finish it. I, I won't let I'll, Magnus... I'll finish it. <laughs> you just threatened you I physically. Didn't. I physical, said, I'll finish but, it. Oh, I said, I'll finish you. It was deliberately uh, vague. It could mean now, the sentence before Never it. mind this. We were talking about, basically, how I've still got it. Because well, we don't know da- that. We've only got your word for that. We know yeah. you dance. I did dance. There might and be it was sniggering quite a teenagers in every, in every crowd. Well, this is true. There might have been. Thank you for bringing that up. But, no, I did... You're right. I did feel... During some of the Beyoncé, I felt, oh, I wish I had a little... One of those little camping stalls. Just for a little sit-down. Oh, mm. Sometimes as well, when they... when You know, the, the DJs, they do this little trick where they'll, they'll join two songs together. Mm. Mixing. Mashing it, mashing it up, mixing, and uh, and then you're trapped. You think for three and a half minutes, <laughs> I can do this. Oh my god, I'm in the middle of another one. <laughs> also, it's the most embarrassing thing. I would rather excrete oh. on, on on the central reservation of the A40 Again? outside the Hoover building. <laughs> I was going to say, not for the first time. Outside the Location Hoover building, might be a handy place. I would rather. I'd further. find that less embarrassing than dancing. Mm. In a, in a, just going, going somewhere mm. and getting on a dance floor and dancing. I, I find it really? the most excruciating. 
No, I, I understand. I understand I that. I mean, you're meant to dance like no one's watching, aren't you? <laughs> well, but people... Yeah, that's what they say. Mm-hmm. But I, if I dance at home alone, no. I'm still cr- crippled with embarrassment. Oh, really? You can't I'd dance love... like no one's watching. That won't work in a lap dancing club. No. <laughs> yeah. I don't exactly. think they're meant to dance like no one's watching. <laughs> yeah. They're supposed to dance like no one's washing. <laughs> um, I, um... I, I guess, though, that you dance ironically. Am I right? I've been known at times. Yeah, that's, I imagine you <laughs> dancing ironically to music for which you have little or no respect. That's what I'm talking about. And that's a different kind of thing. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm one of our people that get up and oh, get, get just into talking it. about it makes me feel what poorly. About, what about the cockerel, Frank? Do you dance? Yes, Alan? I'll chuck some shapes if You're the mood takes me. me. I'm oh. embarrassed on your behalf. <laughs> oh, that's mean. Body fascism, that. That's <laughs> no, it's just I, I can't. No, the thought of you For dancing. the listener, I'm a lanky man, so when I dance, it isn't dissimilar to the phase when Peter Crouch used to score a goal and do his robot thing. Yes. Oh, yes, I can see that, Frank. That's, oh, And that's no. a shame, but I will dance, and I'll tell I you something. I see you doing a bit... Are you a bit science teacher kicking a football? <laughs> little action, I can see that. I think it... Like, you know the Tin Man from Wizard think, of Oz? I see, like, the Tin Man dancing I with Dorothy. I prefer to think I'm more like um, early Timberlake. Yeah, I'm. I'm looking you in. The, I'm totally serious now. I think I've got moves. Do you really? Yeah. <laughs> do you actually think you can dance? I think no, you do. Think no, right. he does but think that, Frank. No, no, you, no, no don't I, tell me you think you're all right. I do think I'm all right. I, I don't think, think I'm terrible. I think you're awful, and I've never <laughs> seen you dance. But I can tell from the core of your being, men can't dance. That's mean. No. Men the last time dance. I danced was uh, actually at a garden party and the, the garden was sloping. Oh, that was inappropriate. It was quite difficult. <laughs> dance in a garden. No, it's quite difficult because of the slope. So, like, if you... Sloping garden? What is it? Sloping horse, horse trials. It was my the friend Olympic had a, opening ceremony last night. My friend had a sort of a wedding marquee in a big sloping garden, but it was, um, it was quite difficult because either you danced sort of facing down the hill... <laughs> So it was a bit of a thigh workout, or you danced facing up the hill and it was like a calf workout. Oh, it was no, very difficult. I, 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 I will not dance on an incline. And some people <laughs> at the party were higher than others. But, you know, that's the way it, it is. Was, mm. It was a hill. It was almost like if all the pieces on Mr Spock's three-dimensional chessboard started dancing. <laughs> what? Well, then some would be at a higher level than... Yeah. Help me out. <laughs> I don't know what you're on about. Help, help. Three-dimensional <laughs> chessboard. You're on your own yeah. there, boys. You know Mr Spock's 3D chessboard. No, surely. I don't. You don't know that? No. Maybe it's time I stop doing this show. <laughs> God. Oh, no, I don't know what I'm going to do. What about this? Oh, yeah. What about this? Email corner. <laughs> Not enough sitar in the world, is there? There is now. Not enough Qatar in the world, I've always thought. <laughs> Are they in the Olympics? No, I meant that nasal blockage. Oh, I see. Yeah, oh, there's plenty of out. Qatar in the world. Oh, Qatar. Yeah, plenty of that. God, I've already got the World Cup. We've had an email. Um, Hi, Frank, the beautiful Emil, Emily, the cockerel, et al. Oh, mm. no, that, that was directed at you. Et al. Yeah. That's what people call me sometimes. Yeah, et al. I thought it was about that incident you had with Al Murray. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to know what your opinion was on holding the door open protocol. I often find myself following someone through multiple sets of doors, one after the other, and thanking them each time the door is held open. Do you think, like I do, 
that the thanks should be saved for the last door in the line being held as a combined thanks? Or do you think that thanks should be given for every door held to my continuous annoyance, which is what I do? If Emily ever fancies a night out in breakfast... Whoa, a night out whoa. <laughs> Oh, that's what he's done. Hey, whoa! You know, you know what this person's done? They've smuggled in a... Uh, a sort of sneaky little bit of laddiness by prefacing it with a like, yeah, yeah, I'm super polite, I'm really nice. <laughs> and uh, if Emily ever fancies a night out and breakfast in oh. Edinburgh, just give me a call. Blimey. What's his name? Well, <laughs> and <laughs> breakfast, a bit rude. It says Callum Hay 21. Get I don't in. Know. 21, yeah. Frank. 21, he probably can't even make a today. good breakfast yet. 21. I don't think he'll be making the breakfast. No, can I just not eat the breakfast? <laughs> well, the, you don't have to have carbs. No, that's 21. Like. Well, 21, it's going to be carbs, isn't it? It'll be toast. That's all I'm sorry, make. I could work through the age gap. <laughs> it would be like, we could work through the lack of shared references, Frank. Yeah, but it was one minute we was walking through a corridor, <laughs> the next minute was asking someone out for breakfast. Well, that's how things happen, isn't it's it? It's what I'm calling a night's move. <laughs> <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. You two all right? <laughs> you two okay? <laughs> I don't know what's happened. I don't know what's gone on. Oh. Uh, sorry, the telly's on on mute in in the corner, and they just said that. You know when Michael Parkinson advertises death? Oh yeah, yeah. And they had that on the other fifties. Yeah, and the, you know you get a free pen just for inquiry. Mm. Yes. He, d- he won't hold it up anymore, by the way. It's just now. It's, it's really creepy. Yeah, they they have to put it in a in a sort of a. Uh, uh, a animated thing next to me. You won't, you won't do pen anymore. And uh, but, uh, Emily pointed out that to inquire, you text pen, P E N. That's what you have to yeah. text, uh-huh. which I thought was very, we very funny. That. I'm sorry that uh, people at home thinking, what's funny about that? Yeah. You've probably been thinking about more that fun during the uh, no, songs than never than mind the, that. The what about no. Callum Hay, comma twenty one? Doing their best work in the gym, these guys. Yeah, let's um, not forget that Callum Hay um, did make a genuine inquiry yes. before he tried to about holding doors <laughs> open and the thank you. I I feel his pain because I sometimes get into a repeated thank you groove with them. Um, waiting staff when I eat out which happens quite a lot because I work around the place but like especially like last week in Canada because they're super polite aren't they so when they put you a glass of water down last, last week in Canada oh, that's where I've been that's where I've been I've been to Montreal it's, it's kind of they, a spoiler alert movie they put titles. a glass of water down and I say thank you and they go you're welcome and then they put the cutlery down and I go thank you you're welcome and mm. so we can have like 25 thank you and you're welcomes mm. in a row so now I know what you mean. maybe he's right we need one at the end and that's it well, when I walk through a series of doors like that, mm-hmm. I like to vary a bit. So if someone's opening for me, I go, oh, thank you very much. Cheers. Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> By the end, I'm going, oh. <laughs> 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 it's an open, I know what I mean. I hope I'm not on the receiving end of that one. Oh, I don't want to be well, on I, the I, I don't no. want people, if anyone listening, I don't want people holding the doors open for me. Unless they're right just ahead of me. I hate that moment when you're halfway down a corridor. Yes. Someone stops and I'll, and I feel I have to I have to scurry yes. to get to the like door. Some, oh. Like some gutter rat. Yeah, you have to hurry up for them and I don't want that. Right, then can again, we just, if it's a big heavy door, you don't want to arrive at it when it's got momentum as it's well, swinging I, back, do you? I believe in honesty in the email corner. Yeah. And can we fess up here? I do sometimes pretend I haven't seen people. <laughs> because I just don't want to hold the door yeah, open. I, think that's fine I do that in lifts as well, just FYI. Mm. I um, what I do is when if I do hold the door open for someone and they don't say thank you, mm. I always say, "Don't mention it." <laughs> oh, you didn't. 
<laughs> yeah, oh my God. I had a, quite a difficult conversation with a man in our flats <laughs> about that because we got into the lift together, and I was still, well, I was still fuming. <laughs> and uh, I must have told you this when he said, "I'm not used to people uh, giving me tips on manners." Did he? And Did I he? said, "I'm not giving you tips. I'm giving you detailed instructions." <laughs> Someone opens the door, you say, "Thank you." Oh my God! You got you know. And that man was John Prescott. No, but the thing was, he wasn't like he was some, you know, he didn't have a devil dog with him. He was like a well, well-dressed a small, middle-class man. Small place for fisticuffs, though, isn't it? An elevator. Yeah. That would make, make it quite compact. And what happens when we get to his floor? Which obviously is below mine, because I'm on the penthouse. I mean, what would uh, <laughs> what would we have done then? So you won. So could, do you... I have to step out and fight on his floor? Why should I? He can come to me. <laughs> Anyway, he knows where you live. He does know where I live. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We're in the, the very midst of. Um, wait, wait for it. Wait for it. I've got the email here. Uh, the email sounds like we only had one. No, we had more. Uh, hello, all. Just wanted to let Frank know that his corduroy shoe joke, which is from last week, they corduroy, made me laugh out loud on the train. You did say at the time that it was for a demographic of about four people. Yes, it was. Uh, well, I was talking about that. There was a summer where everyone wore corduroy shoes, mm-hmm. uh, certainly in the West Midlands. And uh, people used to say, don't wear them when they're raining because they corduroy. Which um, you didn't get him. No, no. Uh, core in uh, in the West Midlands means can't. Oh, they can't dry. They yeah. core dry. Oh. They core dry. Anyway, oh, okay. Danny yeah, from yeah, Birmingham. Yeah. I found the joke so funny that as soon as I got home, I called my granddad, who is basically a stereotype of an old bloke from West Brom, How and dare told you. him. I like to think, uh, is it me? <laughs> Even giving the joke some context by telling that I'd just bought a pair and was hoping that it didn't start raining again. He laughed, but I don't think that he was 100% sure what corduroy is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm originally from Tipton, so I'm part oh, of the key blimey. demographic. H- horse in the front garden. <laughs> that joke was aimed at. <laughs> and look forward to more black country slang-themed puns in the future. Now, here's a thing. Hmm. Also, Emily, on the off chance you're ever in Birmingham, drop me a line <laughs> and we can go for a drink. Yes! Oh! You're a stunningly beautiful woman and yes! I'd like to get to know you from Danny in Birmingham. Yes. What's going two out on? of two. <laughs> two out of two, Look 100%. Look at that rate. What Eat is that? You, you can't go out with someone from Tipton. <laughs> and he's not even you offered you breakfast. Oh, no, that's true. He might offer you orange chips. Yeah, but I've been asked out by Birmingham, and that's a good, that's a good day for me. <laughs> that is lovely. Yeah. You might get cow pie, But he doesn't have exists. a surname. What, do, do I just turn up at Birmingham they Station have, they don't and have I surnames. say, is Danny around? They don't have surnames in Tipton. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, there used to be a place, I don't know if it's still there, actually, called Mad O'Rourke's Pie Factory, where I used to do my first ever gigs. In Tipton. Can you see me in Tipton, Frank? Um, Lady of the Manor. Only... Um, Looking out of a tank, if it was being cleared out for to be <laughs> to build up some luxury homes. Oh no! Yeah, the so horse in the front garden was because every everyone seemed to be a, a, a rag and bone man in. Oh, in lovely. oh really? Yeah. So I get the joke How now. Long ago I was appreciate that? it. How long ago was it that they were all rag and bone? Eighties. <laughs> <laughs> 
1880s. Yeah, but they used to sell these cow pies at, uh, at, at, at Meadow Rocks Pie Factory. You know the old uh, Desperate Dam cow oh, pie? They had the horn good. sticking out the top. No way. But they used to have pastry horns, which oh. looked, to be honest, oh. looked a lot more like inverted commas. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't like my, my I don't like my food in brackets. Yeah, yeah ironic. But yeah, so it's a sort of a punctuation pie, which is lovely. <laughs> Certainly did something to my colon. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Hi. It's Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio, and I'm with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text us on 8.12.15, or you can follow us on, you guessed it, Twitter, using at Frank on Absolute. This is Absolute Radio, and we are loving the Olympics, because all our sponsors know that this is a great move for this fabulous country. Listen to this station and buy stuff. What a difference two hours has made. Yes. <laughs> I felt it's about time I joined in a bit. With yeah, you. that coffee yeah. you had's kicked in, hasn't it? <laughs> he found out Danny Ball's going to get a knighthood as well. And that's yeah. given him a bit of pep and vigour. Given him some verve. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't mind him. He should have got one for... Um, Trainspotting. Slumdog Millionaire, which is brilliant. Mm. Trainspotting, I won't have any truck with. Good I book. have any truck with. Love the book. Yeah, I don't, you know. Let's encourage people to take drugs. It's not encouraging. encouraging. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's a tra- that, no, that's a misleading film type, isn't it? Train spotting. I know, I'm I so disappointed. I, I went there with a notebook. <laughs> what did I get? Sex and drugs. <laughs> and Scots. Um, no, no hint of any of those in the title. On the subject of Scotland, I've... Uh, this is going to sound weird. On the subject of Scotland, I've been booked to go to uh, Japan later this year for uh, some shows. Have there's a What sort of show? You do kabuki on, on the quiet. That's right, yeah. Kabuki on the quiet. What's, I think. what's kabuki? It's a, it's a form of uh, Japanese oh, Japanese theatre, yeah. Oh, that's right, yeah. Um, no, on, I was I mean, thinking it was some kind know. of weird martial arts. you say it's or right? I wasn't looking for confirmation. <laughs> I, was hel- I was helping you out in your ignorance. I, uh, I was trying to remember what it was. Oh, I okay. couldn't remember if it was like Very a martial art or paper folding. Darling, they that's were. right, that's mm. right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, that's right. Yes, correct. I suppose you thought it was that um, the camel from uh, the Arabian Nights cartoon it used to be on in <laughs> no, the 70s. Did you not think that? Anyway, the Japanese... Japan. I don't really like Japan. The Japanese... Have you been? Yeah. Oh, really? I'm quite excited about Tokyo. I know, everyone does. I'm, I don't dislike it, but it's just it's just a lot of technology You've got to let, let that Pearl Harbour thing go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't... How, how many, you know, how many bits of technology can I buy? Yeah. That's all it is. Anyway, I'm not, as I'm you not really very technological, so I don't no, know about that. You won't that, like it, then. I'll, I'll enjoy some sake, maybe, I think. Oh, anyway. I always enjoy that. They've got um, the, the Japanese have got a book out that's a tour guide to Scotland, which sounds immediately promising and fun. Yeah, um, mm. it, it warns uh, Japanese visitors to never call kilts skirts, and it's written in Japanese. It says to make sure they go on a pub crawl and get merrily drunk on Scottish whisky. Um, oh but it's less than positive about Scotland's service sector. Warning, please do not expect to have the same quick, polite and accurate service here to compare with Japanese service at shops, restaurants and hotels. Be patient anywhere in Scotland. I'll it bet, is not Japan. I'll bear that in mind when I go down to see Callum 21. Yeah, exactly. Mm. I have to say, to be fair, I don't think there's anywhere on the planet that's as polite and efficient as Japan. Yeah, and there's nowhere quite like Scotland. <laughs> 
There's no way quite like Scotland. <laughs> it says avoid flat sausage, which I think is a shame, because that's one of the things I love about Scotland. Oh, me too. Flat sausage. I love the flat sausage. Just and avoid people white. wearing football shirts. I wish someone had told me that when I was 23, but that's another story. <laughs> yes. I'll tell you, uh, I'll tell you something brilliant about the flat sausage. Mm-hmm. Oh. Because, in case you don't know, in case you've never been to Scotland, uh, the flat sausage is, um, it's square. Yeah. And flat oh, instead, of, instead of tube. Like a patty. Yeah, it looks yes. like a, yeah, it could be a tile or a coaster. Do you know, I've never something. seen one. Yeah. You're kidding. No. You could use it as a coaster if you, if you don't, if you don't, if you don't have a problem with processed pork directly against the varnish surface. <laughs> <laughs> but the great thing about it is when you put the ketchup on, mm-hmm. um, is that on a tubular sausage, the, the the ketchup can barely <laughs> hold on. There's no purchase, Frank. No, it can't. There's no well, purchase. It's tubular. Give it a chance. It's like a sort of um, sausage rodeo for the <laughs> for the ketchup. It's sliding yeah. down the side. You, once you start cutting and moving the sausages about, it just slides off onto the. Whereas on, it's like a plinth, the mm. square sausage. It's and caked it's, in it. It's like a mattress. It's it's, it's just lying down on top. The yeah. top sauce having to lie down it, well, on the sausage. It's, it, it, it's calling for for relish. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It's, so I, I, I love that. I actually read this story. One of the brilliant things, because they, 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 they warn you against that Scottish food and how unhealthy it is. And a bloke from Visit Scotland, which is what mm. would have been called the Scottish Tourist Board, said uh, he thought the remarks about the, about the food should be taken with a pinch of salt. <laughs> how very and, a, and about half a pound of lard. <laughs> <laughs> Iron brew. The um, place I grew up in, which is called Murfield in yes. uh, West Yorkshire, hmm. I believe was in one of those, um, you know, the the town's books. I don't know if I'm allowed to say the word before that, am I? Anyway, you know when they were quite rude about oh, various yeah. places in the yeah. country? Oh, yes, yeah. Um, and apparently it was described as... Um, a, uh, the the river running through it was described as a wee running through the bit of the colder. It's not a it's not a very uh, cool place. No, oh. there's only really me and Patrick Stewart. That's not bad, is he? Jean Luc Picard. Yeah. yeah, you and Patrick Stewart. Yeah, and and maybe somebody from there will text in saying, "No, there's three of us." And my mate, Dave. oh yeah, there's other people. There's other people. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> just say that Morning, Patrick. <laughs> uh, who's doing the shop? Th- are you doing the shop, or is it me? <laughs> no, it's your turn to do the shop. Okay, Patrick. Um, <laughs> shall I wear the wig or be bald? Um, no, Does be he bald. Wear a wig sometimes. Be bald for today. films. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I got him to wear a curly wig once when I interviewed. Him. <laughs> Did you? Patrick Stewart. Work yeah. with them all. He's oh, worked he with really them all. Has. Work with them all. Mm. Uh, I was I was born in uh, in West Bromwich and uh, in the in the West Midlands and in in a place called Hallam Hospital. Mm-hmm. Oh. And my mum, I remember my mum telling me that uh, when she was uh, having in bed, like with me in the hospital, that um, cockroaches cockroaches used to drop off the ceiling onto the bed. No. And. Uh, in later life, when she told me that, I remember saying, I, "You know, it excites me that I was born somewhere so Kafka-esque." Yes, and I think I alienated my whole family <laughs> with the Kafka-esque. You can be too, that, you can be does too, that not play very well? You can be too clever. Do you remember that? You remember Keith Waterhouse used to write in the Mirror. He said that when mm-hmm. he went to university, he came back on his first holiday, 
And his dad said, oh, I see there's a sale of lingerie. Down oh. And oh. Uh, and he said, actually, it's lingerie. And his dad never spoke to him again. No. Yeah, so be careful, you uh, working-class people out there getting educated. <laughs> Just pretend. That's my <laughs> advice. Yeah. Um, I'd like I'm, to I'm the only success story from my hometown as well. well you're from London. London, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's quite a high bar, that's all yeah, I'm the, saying. Yeah, the population should have just tried harder, like you have. <laughs> I, yeah, but the, the, one of the things is that being able to sum up where you live in a sentence. Mm. So um, if anyone can do that, and any of our listeners, I'd, I'd love to know, because uh, that's a great way. If you're going to you know, go around Britain, oh, wouldn't right. it be great yeah, to have a little collection guy. everywhere summed well, up in a sentence? Apparently people local. say of the bit of Manchester that I now live in, they say caviar and chips. It's both. That's it's how it's got, described. Yeah, yeah, it's caviar and I just chips. do mine in two words. I just say London Natch. <laughs> well, I, I must have told you this stuff. I, I did a gig in Bournemouth, and there's a bloke in the front row. Mm. I said, what's Bournemouth like? And I can't give you his response, because he was so <laughs> negative and had so much swearing in it. And I said, why don't you uh, live somewhere else? And he said, well, my, my house is here. <laughs> <laughs> said everything we needed to know about the local side. <laughs> <laughs> this is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. You know what? I sometimes feel that to live without my music would be impossible to do. Hmm. Music is my first love and it will be my last. Everybody! Music of the future! <laughs> Come on. I so wish the uh, the opening ceremony last night started with that. Yeah. <laughs> Me going, music oh, I would have I would have actually paid a grand. A grand, a grand. for that. Yeah. A grand. Um you drop a grand on that. Yes. <laughs> we were talking about hometowns, Frank, mm. earlier. Mm. His is yours is some um, Well I grew up somewhere, in Murfield. somewhere. Murfield. Murfield. Yours is a Birmingham and mine's London. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um but we've had a tweet in from Johnny McCartney. Alan, did you ever go to Wibbits in Murfield? Nice chippy. Yes. I, I grew up in Norristhorpe, by the way. What he means there is... Norristhorpe is... He's, what he's done, he's over-northened <laughs> the place. Yeah, yeah. Norristhorpe must be a fictional like, northern town. There are town. places like that. But Wibbits, I think, is named because... You know when you buy chips and... Do you, oh, you did have you used to buy Like scraps, you know? Yeah. Like, some people call it fat scraps, don't they? And some people call it bits. In Yorkshire, it's just called bits. Yeah, I, so I don't when know they say what you're bits, talking about. you'd buy a bag of chips with bits. Yeah, do grim, you? You can. I can't I remember now. what we called those, but sometimes you'd get one that was just a bobble filled with fat. It, yeah. was, a be- it was like a lava lamp. <laughs> a lava lamp for people who wanted to die of a heart attack. Yeah, but yes, I have had chips from Wibbits and from other fisheries. Have you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fisheries. I'm not bragging. <laughs> I love the story. Yeah. Fisheries? <laughs> what, you mean like Roger Daltrey's trout farm? Almost as soon as we'd said, um, try and sum up your uh, town, we had a text saying, uh, Broken Britain from Dave in Stockton on Tees. Well, there oh. you go. That should be the welcoming sign on the way in. Well, that'd be good. Twinned with where, though? Twinned with is usually places you've never heard of. Yeah. You can make yeah. It's a shame. Not crackling. Though. Someone's saying they call it crackling, presumably instead of bits. What, the bits? Oh. I oh, think okay. we might have called them scratchings, which is something completely different. We never yeah, ate them, think, OK? 
I obviously you didn't eat them. No. Can you no. imagine if you turned up at In Style magazine <laughs> just with a bag <laughs> of scraps, glob encased globules of hot fat to eat? Anyone which got any wibbits? Which would you think would <laughs> go Anyone down worse? Wibbits? They're not wibbits. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want it wibbits? Oh, I see. It's oh, a block I've of had stock. an IM. No. I get it. Yeah. So it's with bits. Are you kidding me? No. You <laughs> explained that really clearly. I still didn't understand it. Right, it that was why I was explaining oh, it I'm to sorry. you. I've explained a lot of regional stuff today. I shall, shall, uh, at the end of this next song, I think I'm going to set, what about if I set up a West Midlands joke? Yes. And then do the punchline after this. Nice. Okay. Um, (laughs) So, uh, brace yourselves. This is, uh, the joke is, why does the Queen have so many children? Absolute, absolute Absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So we were talking about the uh, the joke, which is the West, Mid- the West Midlands joke. That's the of it. Oh, hold well on, I didn't bother putting your mic up. <laughs> didn't seem worth it. <laughs> I did think I sounded a bit quiet. Oh, my yeah. God. What did you say? People might think that's the punchline of the joke. No, no, no the, the punchline. The, the feed line. This is a West Midlands. You have to come from the West Midlands. I think okay, get I know. I think I'll get it. Okay. So the feed line is, why does the Queen have so many children? And the answer is because she's got AR on her knickers. <laughs> oh, I understand that. Yeah, as in here you are. AR, like E-R. Albin Yar. AR. Like Albin Yar, you say AR. AR, as, as in Elizabeth. <laughs> as it happens, your brother Keith has just texted in. Saying, oh, was it the answer? <laughs> oh, <laughs> saying, I love Keith. No, he's called, we called bits batters. Maybe we did call them batters. batters. Yeah, you're mm. right. Our Keith, Lots of course. people I've texted in with what they call I like bits. The way, I like the way Keith put it in the past tense, like he <laughs> doesn't go to those places anymore. <laughs> My eye. Thanks mm. for that, though, Keith. Melissa from Sunderland always asked for chips with extra batter, coming from high authority with a part-time job in a chippy, age 16 and a half. My mum used to work in a chippy. Mm. When she used to get back, she used to bring, like, five fish, oh, three... Oh, ra- oh, oh you must have looked forward to that. I would oh. have loved that. Whereas, when she worked in the cake <laughs> I would shop, have, though. Fish and <laughs> chips coming home direct to you like that. Yeah. When she worked in the cake place, in, in at Scribbins's, she... Uh, oh, I remember that. Yeah, she... Uh, it was like Russian roulette with confectionery because some nights you'd get icing, which would be yeah. absolutely brilliant. Some nights you got marzipan. Oh. Forget about it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was a that was a bad night, a marzipan night. Mm-hmm. Um, Frank, yes. I know we're not technically in email corner, but am I still allowed to read out an email? Oh God, we can see email corner. We're, we're in the same. Into it. We're in the same postcode. Okay. We could dance into it, moonwalk into okay. email corner. Um. So this is from uh, Stuart in Spain, and he's actually talking about idiotic eureka moments, which we oh, yeah. regularly discuss on the show. Yeah, it's when it takes you a long time to, to get something, mm. basically. Yeah. He says, Dear FEA, I had an idiotic eureka moment today when I realised that Madonna's greatest hits, The Immaculate Collection, was a play on words on Madonna and The Immaculate Conception. Her marketing people should really be rewarded for that fantastic play on words. Yeah, I love the show, Stuart, in Spain. I think her marketing people probably are rewarded. <laughs> <laughs> I, I suspect they're shouted at a lot. Oh, yeah, but I bet they are rewarded for it. <laughs> yeah. There will be volunteers. Yeah. But yes, it, that has taken him a while to work that out. That really has. The, I'm I, with him. I'm with him. It's only since you had worked that, it out. I hadn't seen that. No. You see, I, um, I had one this week. Did you? What did you have? I was watching uh, Alan uh, Partridge oh, on, yeah. on on Sky, mm-hmm. and 
obviously his programme was called Knowing Me, Knowing You. But you know when he goes, ha ha, I didn't realise. Don't realize. Tell me didn't know it was the ABBA thing. I didn't know it was the ABBA. Uh, Why did you think he was saying it? I don't know. I didn't I think he just said it. That was his thing. <laughs> yeah, I completely had no idea. And that's, you know, that's Alan Partridge, one of the great iconic etceteras. So um, that's me. That's me summed up. Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. I'll tell you what people ought to know. I've... Uh, I've decided to stop doing favours. I did some favours yeah. recently. Now you tell me. I've, uh, <laughs> I've done some favours and I've been the recipient of an amazing favour that really? I'll tell you about in I, a moment. I've often been the recipient of amazing favours, but you carry on. Have you? Mm. Well, we'll just get to it. It's I'm blown exci- my mind. I'm excited I, uh, about this. I did a couple of gigs for people as favours. My mate twisted my arm. I did a gig in a school in the Lake District on mm. a, like, kids sort of show. Four kids. Well, was it the children Olympic and parents. Ceremony? It was the Olympic <laughs> opening ceremony, yeah. Oh, it was a kid's show? No, it was a school. He's a, he's a school teacher. But the kid was, it was a show for the... The, the children were doing, like, a oh. comedy review show. Oh, are you sure? It wasn't the nativity. There was no nativity <laughs> element. There was no nativity <laughs> element. It's you not know? a knock on know, the indoor. I know you'd you love there to be a say... biblical aspect to everything, <laughs> but there isn't. Oh, Rob, bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> you, you brought the nativity up. I mentioned school. Oh, OK. Oh, but look on his face. I, yeah. I don't know why atheists bother doing favours at all. Because <laughs> <laughs> what, what's in it for them? Because I'm nice. Just because I'm nice. Exactly. Well, you, you're complaining about it. I'm a, I also did a favour for my brother, which ended up with me performing in a conservatory in front of people. I mean, oh, why? Why did I do that? Conser- I don't really yeah. know what a conservatory is. Is it like <laughs> a greenhouse? Yeah, it was like a green. And I, I don't know about your stand-up career, but I don't think foliage has ever helped mine. That's that's a new rule, I think, no, or it should be. Maybe you're right. Actually. Anyway, I think when I did the uh, Sylvanian Families tour, <laughs> did you? No. Oh, I loved that. No. That was a bit blue. That I thought. Well, yeah, yeah, no, it was. It was for the context. Yeah. Carry on. So, I want to know about this big favour, but keep the going. one that I received. Yeah. Let me tell you. I don't. I'll tell you that I'm next. It's making me feel a bit qu- queasy. <laughs> Here's what happens. It's going to be brilliant. I've got, I've got a good feeling about. <laughs> it. As you know, I've just been both to and from Montreal. Yes. It was just booked in normal flights by them. I bumped into a friend who's a comic who tours Canada a lot, mm. and he said to me, I'll uh, I'll have a look and see if I can use my points to get you an upgrade. He got Lovely. Up- he got me upgraded to business class there and back, Lovely. using his points. No greater Lovely. gift as, as any man to lay down his points <laughs> yeah, yeah. as they say but brilliant is that, is that an upgrade business <laughs> the great thing about it was that he um, is business class an upgrade it, from standard yeah oh, it's, isn't that good it's just how your normal life is i appreciate that but for me there is, this is a big know, wash up about standard um, M's, you know i got M's free school dinners i got free school dinners and now i'm in business class this is an enormous representation of change for me emily thought, thought the first three quarters of a plane was just end <laughs> no, that is. It's, that's a that's very amazing. nice thing to do. And it, the, the brilliant thing for him, oh, I think, ins- the insincerity that made me feel a bit queasy. It, uh, it didn't cost him any money. I don't think he's assured me again and again. It didn't cost me any money. It just cost me a load of points, which I've got anyway. And it, I think it probably cost him about half an hour of his time. 
Oh. Isn't that a great favour, though? It is lovely. Mm. And, and the great thing about that is that you didn't ask, you just offered. You just did it. Yeah. And that's what's brilliant. So I, I, I don't mind, I'll do a favour if, it, if, it, if it's my idea. Yes, I yeah. agree. I don't want to be asked. Someone asked me to do them a favour, I'm already thinking, how, how much do I value this friendship out of a hundred? <laughs> I'm frank, they always ask, and they don't say, they say can you, oh, can you do me a favour? I'm No, not sight unseen. They never tell you what it is. Well, that's all right, I always say no at that stage. <laughs> Oh, that's a good idea. I don't like. I don't like a favour. I don't enjoy doing it. No. And uh, I don't need any. There <laughs> you go. You know, you did your uh, corduroys joke. Mm. Mm. We've had an email in that is a is a similar Brummy accent joke, and I might even have a go, go at, on, at the a, accent have, have within a it. Have a try. Would you be pleased by that? Two Brummies in a hospice. One says to the other, "Did you come here to die?" No, says the other. I came here yesterday. <laughs> it's good. It's good. It's not bad. It's good. It's like um, a bloke goes a bloke from Birmingham goes into a gentleman's outfit and said, "I'd like a kipper tie," and he says, "Do you want sugar?" <laughs> <laughs> so um, we were talking about um, earlier. We were talking about idiotic eureka yes. moments. Oh yeah. And I, I admitted my ha ha. <laughs> Uh-huh. Again, I had no... Uh-huh, yes. Didn't associate Unbelievable. at all. So, well, we've actually had another one in But I was also, can I say, I was at Go a on. test match. Oh, yeah. Um, at the Oval. Lovely. And I had that, one of those little earpieces you can have at the test match, which so you get commentary, sky mm. commentary, while you're watching. And they said, so he's coming in from the uh, from the Vauxhall end. And I thought, oh, course Vauxhall's over there. Well, oh. Why did you think it was called that? <laughs> I have no idea why it was called that. <laughs> that's Foxhall, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Mind you, that's sort of... Sometimes football grounds have the something end and the other end, and yeah. you don't know why. It just could have been named. Well, you can work Foxhall. it out, like the clock end. Sort of work <laughs> that one out. The clock end, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, Joe... Home, home base, they've got... It. <laughs> Reading's ground, they've got home base at one end. No, that's DIY stuff, love. But they should have, <laughs> they should have a way base at the other end. Mm. <laughs> they don't. Mm. Have we got time for a quick email corner? Have we, Daisy? Yes. Okay. Daisy said yes, and oh. producer. Okay, let's whiz through it. This is from Joe. Hi, Mr. Radio, Alan with a U and MLE. Mm. I love the show and the top quality puns. I'm not sure if this mm. qualifies as an IEM, but whilst going through Dublin Airport security a few years ago, my girlfriend, who's quite an educated lady, stopped dead in her tracks at the sight of a pretty unremarkable fish tank and duty-free. Once I deciphered her frantic babblings, it transpired that not only had she never seen a live seahorse, but that she'd spent her whole life believing them to be fictional in <laughs> a unicorn. <laughs> That's from Joe. They are quite a shocking creature, yeah. though, if you're yeah. not expecting it. They're, they give me the creeps, actually. What worries me about them is that old adage, you can, you can lead a horse to water. Mm. But you can't, of course, with a seahorse. No. <laughs> you can drag it at best. <laughs> no, but it's... Uh, it is a strange... I like that, though. The idea that she didn't know they existed is, yeah. is beautiful. It was quite a moment for her. He must have loved her a little bit more then, thinking, oh, look but at you that know, that's, They're called a seahorse. Mm. Uh, the river horse, which you think would be of a similar thing. Do you know what the river horse is? No, what's the hippopotamus. Is it really? Yeah. Not terribly similar, no. as creatures go. No. The clothes horse, nowhere near. <laughs> um, anyway... I thought we'd end on something equine. Yeah. <laughs> and um, it says next adverts, but I don't think I'm supposed to read that out. I think that's just a note for me. <laughs> never, never like this. There it is. It's out there. 
So, um, I'm off to the Cambridge Folk Festival. Ooh. I'm off to Edinburgh. No, I'm not really. <laughs> Clanad are on tonight. <laughs> are they? Clanad, Roy Harper, Proclaimers. And best of all, the On Thank Sisters with Brighouse and Rastrick Band. Can you imagine it? Mm. Nevertheless, um, <laughs> so uh, if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. And I, I can safely say on behalf of all three of us that uh, we love you all. Uh, take care and enjoy the Olympics because whatever you thought of the opening ceremony, the sport's going to be sensational. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.